Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Simply Vegan podcast from the team at Vegan Food and Living, the UK's best-selling vegan magazine. Every Tuesday, we taste test the newest vegan products, discuss the latest vegan news and answer your questions on everything from nutrition and supplementation to recipe ideas and dealing with negative backlash. Every Thursday, we speak to some of the leading names in veganism, from doctors and scientists to vegan chefs, celebrities and authors. Head to your platform of choice to like and subscribe and stay up to date with all the latest episodes. You can also listen to us on your smart speaker or on YouTube. And don't forget to leave us a review to help spread the word and help others on their plant-powered journey. Whether you're vegan for the animals, your health, the planet or all of the above, it's important to protect your nutrient intakes. The Vegan Society's chewable multivitamin Veg1 is a convenient way to do so. Veg1 contains seven essential nutrients, including vitamins B12, D3 and iodine, and is packaged in a 100% plastic-free tin. A six-month supply is priced at just £12.70. That's around seven pence per day. And the best part is Vegan Food and Living Plus members get an extra 10% off. Browse the range at vegansociety.com forward slash veg1 and support the Vegan Society today. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. I can't believe it's mid-November already. Can you, Molly? My sister's getting married in um, on the first week of December, and I think it's like three weeks away. It's crazy. Oh, lovely. I know. I know. Very, very expensive month, December, for me. Yes. Yeah, same here. I've um, my, my sister is um, about to have a baby any day. <gasps> oh, my gosh. And it's my husband's birthday on the 5th of December. It's mine on the 10th of December. That's the day my sister's getting married, the 10th of December. 
Yeah. Are you going to be a bridesmaid or anything? I am a bridesmaid. I am. I'm. Um. I'm really looking forward to it. Actually, it's in Gower Hotel. Um, oh, lush. Obviously in Gower. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be really nice. I'm really excited. Have they got good vegan options? I think I'm having a, um, a nut roast. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic. Um, do you know what? I've not even looked at the vegan menu yet. I've just been like, just tell them that I'm vegan. That's yeah. all they need to know. They won't be no. They they won't know that I'm actually reviewing them for the podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're watching you. Yeah, December is going to be crazy. It's my son's birthday on Christmas Day as well. It's literally like oh my end. gosh, it's it's crazy. And um, obviously, we we're going to be reviewing all the supermarket ranges. So I'm really excited. And, um, um, did you have a good weekend? I did have a good weekend. It was my friend's birthday, um, so it was really nice to see her last. Um, birthday obviously was a bit with COVID and everything so it was nice to probably celebrate it this year um, I went to a football match which is really weird I've never wow. I don't think I've ever been to one in, well not a professional one was it good no <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to my son's football match and yeah it's pretty boring isn't it I, I just I just clap when everyone else claps I don't really know what's going on <laughs> The first 10 minutes were like, yeah, this is so cool. And then I was like, oh, God, I've got another 80 minutes of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. I went for a few runs. It's been so warm. Do you reckon? Yeah. Has it not been warm up there? Mm, I, well, to be fair, I've not really been outside other than going to this football match. And yeah, I'm refusing to go outside. But if it's quite warm, <laughs> maybe I will. <laughs> it is. It's, it's more like spring than than um, winter that's scary it is a bit scary yeah I keep sort of being like quite happy and then thinking oh no climate change but I'm happy <laughs> anyway let's start our taste test for this week let's go first up we taste tested the new Sackler beetroot pizza bases which are made from 25% vegetables they're available in the vegan aisle at asda and on ocado and sackler.co.uk and the retail price is 3.29 and there's two 150 gram pizza bases in each pack what did you think of them yeah so i'm um i'm not really one for like making pizzas at home um i'm always like go out because they can do it better than i can um yeah. But these ones, I was quite actually, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought that they were going to be really dry, um, but it wasn't too bad. It was nice. They had a nice little recipe on the back as well. It was like a beetroot, um, I think it was like beetroot and caramelized onion, I think. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, we all know how I am with cheese. So I put like minimal cheese on there with a bit of rocket and it was delicious. Oh, cool. I find them really handy, these these bases. Because you can just, I mean, they, they keep in the um, like store cupboard staple type things, aren't they? They keep for ages. And then if you're yeah. desperate, you can just get them out and whack some like passata mm. on top, vegan cheese yeah. and some veg. I did find them a little bit dry. Maybe I baked mine too long. I found them a bit mm. like biscuity, like a biscuit. That's the thing. You do, have, you do have to be careful with them. I think I kind of was wary. of. I find all pizza bases, like homemade pizza bases, they are just a bit dry so I kind of didn't bake it for that long so it was just a bit soft okay um but yeah maybe it was a bit over 
yeah, it's nice to it's nice to think they're they're sort of packed with some, some extra vegetables. I didn't really notice too much of a difference with the flavour, but once you've got all the toppings on, you can't really taste the base anyway, can you? So no, I think it's more kind of like if you wanted like a lighter base, they're yeah. definitely good for that. And also, if you're doing like pizzas with kids and stuff, it's a bit more of a healthier option. Yeah, definitely. Um, the next thing we tested were sussed shakes. These are really interesting. It's a it's a new startup business that came out of lockdown. So many good things came out of lockdowns, I feel. As as terrible as it was, it was a hub for creativity. It was, <laughs> yeah. These are so they're kind of like meal replacements, aren't they? Which which mm. kind of made me a bit wary. I was like, oh no. It reminds me of like what's the like Weight Watchers. Yeah, like I, ha- I used to have one when I was, uh, this sounds awful, when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to have them and um, I'd have them as like a new, like for nutrients rather than like as a meal replacement. Um, yeah. And I've, again, I've not really one for drink, drinking my meals. <laughs> no, I don't, I f- don't feel like it's a meal. It's just a drink. And then I end up yeah. eating a meal as well. <laughs> But once I sort of read up on it and tried them, I was actually quite pleasantly surprised because they're so the whole thing behind this brand is that the they're, so they're like 200 calorie meal shakes, mm-hmm. but they're also packed with like um, protein and fiber and plant based sources of protein, omega fats, um, vitamins and minerals. Plus, they're really good for the planet and the whole they've sort of got this really um sort of real eco angle to them yeah because it's all really sustainably sourced Mm -hmm. and um and they're less than a pound per I mean a meal as they call it but obviously it's a drink Um, and they do taste pretty good there was an organic creamy sunflower one a chocolate one nutty hemp hemp and chocolate um I preferred the more savoury ones, but that's probably because I haven't got a sweet tooth. Mm. But I think they're really good to replace breakfast with because I do like yeah. to do sort of fasting sometimes in terms of like eating just a bit later. Because when I eat breakfast, when I wake up, I just find it a bit heavy. So, yeah, I always find that when I eat really early on, I am looking uh, I'm just everything, I'm looking for lunch earlier and then it's just kind of like a catalyst. But yeah, I definitely agree. They're probably very good with like porridge if you could kind of like blend in some oats or something. And um, personally, I I tried the coconut and hemp one. Again, I think I preferred the savoury ones, the sweet ones. They weren't really doing it for me. Um, but that's just down to like my taste. Um, I think they're a really, really cool brand though. Yeah, really cool. And they're gluten-free as well. Yeah, worth worth uh, um, checking them out. They're, they're available at gosust.com that's their website the third thing we tested more chocolate there's so much chocolate coming through there is so much chocolate we need these we need these sus shakes to balance it out (laughs) we do I mean I could literally fill every uh, taste test review section all month with just chocolate so I'm trying to sort of like um, balance it out a little bit but d- these divine chocolate orange thins are new they're palm oil free made with natural ingredients and fair trade I really like divine because they work with um the farmers quite closely to sort of mm. exploitation and things like that yeah. um they're four pound and available 
available at Oxfam, Ocado and Divine online. Brilliant for Christmas. Definitely oh, going to get some in. They were good, weren't they? They were so a bit too good. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, it's, I love Divine Dark Chocolate because it's not too... You know, sometimes dark chocolate is just like makes you kind of wince. So a bitter, bit. yeah. They they sent us um, some other flavors of their chocolate bars as well, and they were so lovely. I think there was like a raspberry one, um, yeah. which was really good. I like that. Yeah, and there's a ginger one as well, mm, and then yeah, I that think one was good. Raspberry and sea salt. I think the the trick is with dark chocolates, you need a bit of flavour to sort of cut through yeah, the bitterness, do. don't you? And I think yeah. um these chocolate thins are lovely. It's like having after eight mints, you know, like um oh, they were that's they I thought they were better than the after eights. I prefer orange, like orange flavored chocolate to mint chocolate. Um so yeah, this ticked all the boxes for me. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> getting some in for, for the festive season. <laughs> Um, Well, there was loads in the news uh, following the end of COP26 over the weekend. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw, but there was, um, (laughs) I've just got a a quick little story to tell, actually, because I basically, after speaking to Matthew Glover last week in last week's Mm -hmm. episode, um, he was talking about how they're kind of, they get trolled so badly on their social media because he runs yeah. VFC, which is sort of like tongue in cheek rival mm-hmm. to KFC. They troll people back though. I love it. This is it. <laughs> this is it. He said, you know, people seem to respect us for not just um, deleting comments or keeping quiet. Yeah. And over the weekend, there were all these like um, articles, you know, when you wake up and you're scrolling through Facebook. And it's uh, there was one on the BBC about the impact of your diet and, you know, going meat free. And there was one in The Independent as well, I think. Yeah. Um, and stupidly, I thought, I'll just have a quick read of the comments. And oh, no. my God. Oh, my God. What is wrong with people? I just it's... I just couldn't believe it. It was comment after comment after comment. Like you'd get one would be I'll stick to steak and chips. Thanks. Another would be. I'm never giving up meat. Stop telling us what to eat. It was literally reams and reams of this shit. And I just, I got so cross and I thought, okay, how can I, how can I actually answer this? But in an intelligent way, rather than just kind of like being patronizing and and just getting into an argument with, with these idiots. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Um, so I just kind of, yeah, I just kind of went, fell down the rabbit hole and started like commenting on them. But I was quite, it did stress me out a little bit and I really don't need that on a Saturday or Sunday morning. But I, I did think actually, why are us vegans all keeping quiet? Because we don't want to get involved in the argument and we don't want to, yeah. um, we don't want to get trolled. Actually, we've got so much knowledge and. Yeah, exactly. And we don't have to be patronizing and talk down to people, but you know, if we can can share in a constructive way the positive things that we found, or you know, anything from meal ideas to you know studies that we've come across, because vegans do we us vegans do have to educate ourselves, don't we? Because we definitely get, we have to stand up for ourselves. <laughs> there's also like so much, as you said, there's so much knowledge about like everything that like where your food comes from and stuff. And I think so many people are just people are afraid of change. Um, mm. I'm not defending any of these people, by the way. I do not agree with anything that they said, but like people are so afraid of change and they're just so afraid of 
being um, told that they're wrong. And I think that like addressing issues such as climate change and obviously like animal exploitation, exploited, God, that was hard to say, exploitation, (laughs) (laughs) exploitation. um, It's, it's easier for them to bury their head in the sand and they don't want to. Facebook is such a nightmare for these kind of like hubs of people. I think because we sort of put ourselves in this echo chamber of like veganism and like, oh, this is a nice safe place for us all. When you go into like comments like that, you actually see the herds of people that are having these like really, really negative views. Scary. A lot of them were saying, um, uh, oh, plant-based food is full of palm oil and it's um, been shipped halfway around the world. Um, I mean, one of in response to that, I said, well, palm oil's in product, lots and lots of products. You don't have to be plant-based to be eating these products. There could be yeah. cri- crisps, shampoo, biscuits, um, all of biscuits, these things, cakes, anything processed. Which you don't have to be vegan just because it might say vegan-friendly on it or whatever. Yeah. Okay, you know, vegans are going to be eating it, but so are meat eaters. And they were also saying eat local, organic, free-range meat. And um, I did have to reply and say that over seventy percent of the meat in this country, in the UK. Um, is factory farmed in the US? Yeah. It's ninety nine percent. I mean, how fucking scary is that? I mean, it just it's makes horrendous. me sick. It just makes me sick. So sorry, I'm getting on my uh, <laughs> soapbox here, Molly. You weren't you weren't ready for this, were you? Like, oh my god, I love it. She's lost the plot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everyone's kind of commenting saying, oh, well, I only, and I think there was a study recently saying that that this percentage of people, high percentage of people say they only eat local organic meat or whatever, but 70% of our meat comes from factory farms. It just doesn't add up. And one comment I did make was that, you know, everyone says they choose this high quality local meat, but actually when you grab that ham sandwich from Tesco's in your lunch mm-hmm. hour, that's factory farmed. When you pop into McDonald's or KFC, yep. that's factory farmed. When you go to, you know, when you order school dinners for your kids, factory farmed. So actually you might be buying, and I I sort of admitted that I used to do this. I used to buy mm. a joint of beef on a Sunday and spend like 10 or 15 pounds on this really good quality beef. And that was me. Tick. I've done my bit. I've done my bit for yeah. the environment. Um, but the rest of the time, where's the meat coming from that you're buying and yeah. feeding the kids or whatever? I know. And as you said, it comes down to not trying to like say that vegans know everything and stuff. But, you know, I've definitely trying to educate myself recently about being season, um, yeah, seasonable. Gosh, why can't I speak today? We'll go again. Seasonal, <laughs> seasonal and local and organic. Like there's actually, it's not as straightforward as you think. And just because something says sort of like free range or whatever, like you, that is just a marketing sticker. Like it's not, it doesn't mean what it actually says. And there's so many like um, documentaries and stuff showing that, you know, these products aren't actually what they say to be, what they seem to be. Yeah, exactly. Greenwashing. Plus, yeah. um, you know, the problem with with meat is the farming. It's not not that it's travelled from 
you know miles and miles that's not yeah. the um the impact it's it's that actual processes when it's being farmed anyway <laughs> rants over <laughs> well another good positive news story that came out um in the last week was that oxford university research shows that vegan diets are actually cheaper yes. um did you write this story for the vegan food living website i actually didn't write this one but it's an amazing story and you got like the arguments of veganism is so expensive but actually when you if you're focusing solely on like the processed um like ready-made stuff um of course that's going to be expensive it's just like having a a meat-based diet if you're eating processed foods then of course it's going to be expensive but it's just all about knowledge and choosing the right ingredients I know my mum always says um she can't afford to switch to because she's vegetarian but she yeah she always says she can't afford it and I think it's just a different way of cooking is isn't it and I get <laughs> yeah I get that people don't necessarily know how to do it because my mum just says well, I just don't know what to put in my sandwiches and it's just kind of thinking in a different way you don't have to have a cheese sandwich or a ham sandwich yeah. or a tuna sandwich it's mm-hmm. it's just I mean you could have a chickpea tuna sandwich which is loads yeah. cheaper because it's exactly. made from chickpeas um, but yeah, you know, all the, all the um, lentils and veg, it's all so much cheaper than buying the meat and the fish. I mean, we bought some prawns at the weekend because um, my son's not vegan. Um, my husband said, you know, let's get some prawns because I was making a Chinese. I did like crispy fried aubergine and um, garlic tofu and mushroom fried rice. It was lovely. Mm. Um, but he had some prawns and oh my God, they're like quit prawns are so expensive I remember like and you always then up because they're so expensive you're always up for the sort of like lower quality in a speech mark abbreviation whatever um and it's you know as you say it's crazy how you could think that if you just spent a little bit more time and a bit more effort. I understand that it's not accessible for everyone and that, you know, people don't have time necessarily. But I think that is just down to lack of education and lack of awareness about it. And, you know, that's just down to the government as well, isn't it? Oh, we're going in today. God, we really are. <laughs> we need to take a chill pill, don't we? Just uh, do some meditation. and. <laughs> oh, no. I'm doing my yoga after. <laughs> yeah, oh, well done. Uh, well, the third story that came out was that the Claridge's Chef, so it's a top London restaurant, isn't it? Mm, in Mayfair. In Mayfair, darling. It's a hotel. Um, and hot- Okay. Yeah, I did. I did write this one. <laughs> okay, so you know the ins and outs of it. So the chef is called Daniel Hum, and he does he have his own plant based restaurant somewhere else? Yeah, in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, so- I think it's one of the first Michelin star restaurants in New York. Um, Eleven Madison Park, I think it's called. One of the first plant based Michelin star restaurants. Yes, nice. in New York. Oh, Molly, yeah. we, we need to go and taste test. Oh, yeah, for the, for the show, for the show, purely for work purposes. Let's, let's get on to them right away. Oh. <laughs> um, although we can't fly because that's bad for the environment. We'd have to sort of swim or something. Or Yeah, that's <laughs> We'll swim. We'll take a little boat. Yeah, a little pedlo. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, digressing slightly here. What happened then? Did he get sacked or did they just disagree? So um, 
he is all for um obviously plant based plant based future and um he wanted to change the menu to an all vegan menu all plant based menu um and basically i think it was a mutual separation um which when anyone says that to me i'm just like mm, you got sacked but like i think they made a really wrong decision um they just said that it's not the um was it not the step that we're looking to take or something yeah. like that which to me it like okay i understand that maybe going like completely vegan might be a bit too radical for some people if you've never had I don't think there's any well I think there's maybe one or two dishes on the menu that is vegan but it's a very limited um vegan menu yeah so maybe just making it like half vegan or something could have been a good compromise but they just weren't looking to have it they serve like foie gras caviar and lobster and stuff this is it I mean if you're still serving foie gras in 2021 you're not gonna turn to an all plant all plant-based menu are you the thing is I'm guessing they're catering to these high-end customers and they want these luxury items such as you know caviar and stuff and and again it's going back to um you know the um the rich rich nation I think this was in the news as well the um rich nations are causing sort of these poorer nations to basically end up underwater because of our desire for these luxury foods and Mm -hmm. it's time we all woke up and um, it's so selfish it's so selfish it really is Um, but he has yeah he's decided to leave he's just I'm not going to compromise on my beliefs which I really really respect brilliant and um yeah I think that he's going to create something really exciting in the near future I think Yeah, good on him. Well, let's quickly go on to our question this week. We only had one question. So where are you all? We need you to email us at simplyvegan at anthem.co.uk. We want to know what you want to know. We've got the plant-based health professionals on hand to answer your questions on anything relating Mm -hmm. to health and nutrition. Um, And Molly and I will answer everything else. (laughs) (laughs) That we can. Yeah, within reason. Um, but yeah and we also really really want your feedback we've had a few people tell us that they don't like the fact we've gone twice a week they prefer Mm -hmm. everything all in one so how do you feel give drop us a line um comment on social media and let us know the question we had this week was from Christy Dassau Reed, she said this is her first holiday season as a vegan and she's the only vegan in her family. Last Christmas, she was vegetarian, so it was a bit easier. People don't seem so offended by vegetarians, do they? No, they don't. Um, She's a bit stressed out as she's going to lots of different family members' houses for dinner. Oh, it's quite a tricky one, this. I really feel your pain, Christy, because you just don't want to be having rouse about veganism on Christmas Day. No, that's just not it's, it's a hard one, isn't it? I that's think just it's not all, fun. No, and you don't want to sort of like compromise your, you know, festive time and Christmas and whatever and spending time with your family over something that's really important to you. But then they should be respectful of that. Yeah. Definitely. But anyway, yeah. Carry on. I think sometimes people get on their soapbox like I did a minute ago. <laughs> 
Christmas Day. No, no, exactly. But, you know, I think sometimes it can start as a bit of a joke and they'll be like, oh, you're vegan. Oh, God, what do you eat? Carrots and lettuce. What, you know, yeah. and it sort of goes downhill a bit when people have had a few drinks. And um, my advice would be to plan, plan, plan ahead and be super, super laid back about it. I'd contact all your family members, just like send them a message individually and just say, look, and, and maybe avoid the word vegan because that seems to wind people up. Say, say yeah, you're plant-based. It's like a trigger word. It's a it trigger is. word, isn't it? It's so yeah. crazy. <laughs> it is. I mean, I, it makes me mad, but yeah, that you can still, it's still okay to bash vegans in this way. But yeah, I'd, I'd text everyone just say, look, I've gone plant-based um you could even give them a few reasons you know for the planet or whatever really don't want to uh cause inconvenience or anything like that just let me know what I can bring yeah. and just have a few things so I mean I and my family will laugh at this but I'm the queen of dips I always take like, make, <laughs> make a nice dip and take some some bits along um you could do some I mean it depends yeah like find out what they're serving and maybe yeah. make your own little plant-based alternative. And if you do mm-hmm. something really impressive, like if you did like smoked carrot instead of smoked salmon mm-hmm. um, with some cream cheese and maybe made it look really nice, then it kind of gets the conversation going in a, in a positive way. Cause people are like, Oh, what yeah. have you got? Can I try it? Make sure you make some extra, you know, so that they can sample it. Yeah, definitely. Maybe you could even convert some of them. You never know. <laughs> I know. I think that's the thing, isn't it? I think what you just need to do is you just need to embrace it. You need to not be, not necessarily ashamed, but like not ready to sort of stand your ground with it. And, you know, as you said, Holly, I think I agree that it's better to sort of show them in a positive light. So give them something like to try rather than just have like a conversation. And I think that's sort of way to people's hearts and through their stomachs, you know, um, to me, I, yeah, I agree. You've got a plan. I'm already planning my Christmas venue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I already know what I'm having on Christmas Eve because I'm going to my sister's for Christmas Eve and then my mum's. And yeah, again, a meat family. Right. Um, what are you going to do then? Are you taking food with you? Yes. I, well, yeah, I'm going to take ingredients and obviously cook it there. Um, but Actually, I got all this inspiration from um, the Vegan Food and Living Christmas magazine that's just come out. Um, I seen in there, um, it's like oyster mushroom scallop rolls we're going to have on Christmas Eve. I really love vegan fish, um, like mushroom-based fish. Um, See, I was thinking maybe some scallop rolls and maybe some homemade calamari, uh, vegan calamari, obviously. Um, And Christmas Day, I think we are going to have a pie although we have taste tested some new um supermarket christmas mains so we might be swayed yeah it's a tricky one isn't it knowing which to go for Mm. Um, i would also christy do a little bit of research so not like molly said don't sort of be ready to you know have an argument but just get some facts and figures or or even just like read up a little bit on things so that if anyone does go oh but what about soya like vegans are killing the plant with soya just so you can go oh no actually you know like 
yeah such and such percentage I can't remember what it is exactly 17 <laughs> something like that you know the majority of soy was actually used for animal feed anyway and then just kind of changed the subject and um I really wish you luck because I've I've been there before and I know it's hard. <laughs> it's hard I mean last year my family were obsessed with this cheese that they'd found and they just kept going on and on and on and on about it and I actually started to I, we, I just felt a bit left out me and my daughter yeah. sort of I thought oh god please don't mention the cheese again but now I'm gonna I'm ordering the palace culture cheese um which I always bang on about because it's just so amazing and I'll just have my own cheese and and that'll be yeah. fine um it's just all about being prepared I think isn't it yeah definitely um okay so just to finish off I thought instead of another question um we could just share a recipe quickly because this was a mm. suggestion from Stephen the vegan who Stephen we talked, the vegan. who we heard from last week and chatted about um, in last week's episode, and he suggested um, you know having a recipe of the week, which is a really good idea. So the recipe that I wanted to share is so easy and everybody loves it, even the non-vegans. And this is a tomato dal with flatbreads from Fern Cotton's Happy Vegan Cookbook. Um, And it's basically 260 grams of red split lentils, four garlic cloves, um, two tablespoons of soy sauce, two teaspoons of mild curry powder, teaspoon of miso paste, um, a tin of chopped tomatoes, tin of coconut milk, and you literally put it all into a pan, bring it to the boil, reduce the heat, and that's it. It's cooked. Mm. And then you can make your own flatbreads or obviously serve it with rice. Um, she also suggests putting some like um, coconut milk yogurt on top. Or my new favorite find is the Oatly, um, I think it's called Oat Good. It's like Oatly Greek yogurt. Oh, I don't think I've tried that, you know. Yeah, I'm not a fan of yogurt, but I really like this one. So a little splodge of that on top. Honestly, it's the best meal, but I do warn you, you won't be able to stop eating it. So you'll just, (laughs) you'll have your dinner and then all evening you'll be sneaking to the kitchen, like to take another spoonful. (laughs) Dolls are literally just the best thing in the whole world. Um, I don't know if you tried it, but basically my favorite thing to do with a doll is I bake kale so I put a little bit of olive oil with um, some fresh salt and pepper and then it crisps up and then you put that on top of the dal and it just, oh my God, it's amazing. Oh, wow. Because isn't yeah. that what they do in Chinese um, takeaways? They make, it's they call it crispy seaweed, but it's actually... Seaweed, yeah. And then they put like shrimp paste or shrimp powder or whatever on it. But um, this, it doesn't taste like seaweed, but it just adds like an extra like crispy... Mm-hmm. Obviously, dal is like kind of like a soft texture. Um, so yeah, I love it. That's my go-to thing. I always add a bit of kale on top of it. Lovely. That's, that's mm. a really good idea. Amazing. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We're back on Thursday. Now, I was supposed to be chatting to Ella Mega, um, otherwise known as Sexy Fit Vegan. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, due to a time zone mix-up, because she's in... Um, america on eastern standard time um i couldn't record in time with her so i'll be speaking to her next week and she'll be on next thursday's show this thursday tune in to hear me chat to chef day radley from the vegan chef school all about everything from nutrition to meal ideas and how to train as a vegan chef 
see you on Thursday. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.